0: Love
1: Talk Radio. Raw living is a state of mind, a way of being in alignment with your body. Raw living means you put yourself in your body first. Your host, Gita Sadu Rob, is the founder of Nosh Detox, based in the U.K., They offer innovative raw food smoothies sold across Europe. You'll experience it in your skin, your body, and your mind. And now it's time for Living Raw Radio. Good evening. Hi, this is Gita Sidorov,
0: your host today, and I'm joined today by my guest, Kristen White, who is the media expert behind the Ripple Effect TV. What is
1: that playing for?
0: I don't know. You played it last time, too.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. It should be stopping. Go ahead.
0: Hi. This is Living World Radio, and welcome today. My name is Geeta sidhu and I'm going to be your host for the next hour as we explore another interesting and exciting topic with a really, really unusual guest today. Our guest today is somebody who I met about a few months ago, but what she does and what she stands for is something that I have been interested in for such a long time. I mean, now, I'm Indian, so in theory, being Indian, what that means is that you know everything about yoga. You heard that, right? I know everything (laughs) about yoga. I do not know anything about yoga. I never knew anything about yoga. I have never known anything about yoga, and a few times I went anywhere near yoga, it hurt. People made me go upside down and hang my head up and lift my feet up, and ew, and then they all look really cute. They have these little figures, and they look really svelte, and they look really, I don't know, nice. And, and I would rock up there and feel really, really um, blubby. And so I never quite hung in there long enough for it to have any effect. But, you know, history is littered with people that are just fantastic at yoga. They love it. They're good. It changes lives. I mean, it literally is a form of gentle, relaxing exercise that changes lives. And I was kind of like, I didn't have many ambitions. I sort of thought it would be quite nice to see my toes and be able to do that on a regular basis. So that's kind of where I was coming from. So my, (laughs) okay, so the reason I started doing yoga, which I now do, by the way, regularly, three times a week-ish, is because my 78-year-old mother rang me and said, guess what I did today? And I was like, what did you do? She said, I did yoga. I'm like, you're 78. What are you doing yoga for? She goes, it's fantastic. I did yoga, and I feel so fantastic, and I feel really amazing, and I can do this, and I can touch my toes. She's 78. I mean, like, come on, people. Isn't that embarrassing? She was shaming me into it. This is what it really is. It's just embarrassing. So I I, I ignored her, you know, as you do, and then we went on again, and then she spoke to her the next week, and she said, oh, yeah, I did yoga, and this time I did this. So this went on for a few weeks, and I tried hard, hard to resist. I really did. I focused on the whole concept of resisting. And in fact, what happened was I gave in. So I said, okay, who are you doing yoga with? Maybe it's good for the kids. Maybe they can try it. I still haven't gotten around to me doing it, you get. But it was for the kids. And she said, yeah, oh, you've got to meet Kat. Cat's fantastic. Kat's amazing. Cat's great. And I was like, oh, all right then. So she dragged this poor woman around to my house and we sat and had a chat. And I started doing yoga with Kat. Now, Kat's going to come on as my guest today, and I think she's listening in. Are you there, Kat? Hello? Hi, can you hear me? I I'm can. You? Hi.
2: Hey. <laughs>
0: so did you hear me talking about you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I to your house and It was wonderful, and
2: it was very lovely, and it is very yeah. lovely. <laughs> so and you I, love it.
0: <laughs> I, I started doing yoga with Kat. Now, in the beginning, when Kat came around, she doesn't... See, cat's unusual. She doesn't have this concept of ow. So you, like, bend over, and she's like, let's do this. And you're like, no, uh, no, no, that hurts. And she's like, no, it doesn't. Here we go. <laughs> you're like, no, that hurts. She's like, no, 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 just, just bend. And you suddenly find yourself upside down with a leg stuck through your ear or something. And so in the beginning, um, yeah, we weren't very polite about cat. Every time she came, we'd go and run and hide. But six, seven weeks of doing this, and Honestly, it changes your... Months, months, I've been doing this for months. It changes your body shape. It changes your mentality. Anyway, so we're now going to talk to Kat, and Kat's going to tell us how she got involved in yoga, why it's, it's, it's a good thing to do, and, and really, you know, lots of stuff about it. So is there anything you ever want to know about yoga? Now's the time. So Kat, how hmm. long have you been practicing yoga? That's right, isn't it? You call it practicing yoga. Well, personally, I don't.
2: Uh, Can you hear me, by the way? Yes, really well. Okay, awesome. I've always had a really strong experience um, since first memories of this moment being really magical, this present moment, and this being where sort of everything happens, the magic, um, the breath, the body, the way it moves. um, You mean wherever
0: you happen to be at any
2: given time? Yeah, well, I just mean right now. I mean, you know, right now, whether you have your feet on the floor or whether they're up on a sati somewhere, or, you know, just feeling the breath now, feeling the inhale coming in, feeling the exhale. And for me, this has always been primary. Um, I started going to or my first yoga class, as such, was when I was around 18, 19 at university. I was studying law. And, you know, I sort of got what the lady... I mean, I used to have always had the sense that Whatever is presented to me, I am creating it in a sense. So it was always a bit of a joke. But when I saw the class, what she was trying to get at was that what I'd always experienced—that this moment is the yoga—and and I, I love. So you're it. saying yoga
0: isn't actually mm. even a practice, and it's not exercise; it's actually an
2: experience. Very much so. Um, for me yoga is right here, right now. This this experience. Um so it's it's easier than going upside you know, the idea of going upside down unless you are in actual fact upside down in some way right now. Um but for me it's what then is the most lovely or what what do I love and what's the most beautiful way to to spend this moment and to go deeper and deeper into this moment. And then I find that is part of that is what is called, what is can be considered the traditional yoga practices the um the asanas the breath work can create... Okay so so let's just stop a second. Yeah.
0: And so so what you're saying is that
2: y- you
0: met a lady doing yoga that mm. then became for you an understanding that in fact what we do in everyday life and how we breathe and what we're doing at any given moment is in itself the experience of yoga. And then you can expand that experience by actually doing the postures involved in yoga as well
2: yeah very much so Um that is it I mean for me it's it's where you are at this moment right now is for me your perfect experience of yoga we can then take that further we can go okay now feel your inhale coming in feel it possibly coming into your belly and now exhale slowly right and, and feel that breath coming out through the nostrils so then we start to Take this experience that we're having now into what could be considered breath work or pranayama, or you know, and what which is a put it in commas, a better a yogic name. So we. So can where use, did you start to learn how to the postures, for example? You know, I work a lot with kids and children, as you know, but I also and a lot with I teach kids and. A lot of my family. I've got a lot of nieces who I play with a lot. And they, I mean, what I experienced with them recently is they're just naturally going into these positions. They are naturally mm. going into up. They're playing. They're natural things. They like to do the cartwheels. And for me, these post—that's the way I like to work with yoga asanas and yoga positions and just really understand them—is to make them natural, wonderful, magical extensions of body movement. So it's like right. working. It's um so and I've always sort of pick up movements from here and there and from anywhere and I always feel like I'm expanding the repertoire of positions that I play with. Um Yeah, I think I I can
0: vouch for that. the number of times <laughs> I thought I was gonna go somewhere and end up standing on my head instead of that was is really quite frightening all on its own, by the way.
2: <laughs> no, you're great.
0: You're great. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> usually says it, that just before you find
2: yourself on your head yeah right. i mean, i I love turning the world upside down in many ways, um handstands you saying are thing that, that you that this came about
0: um, just as a result of observing and playing and
2: and continuing, yeah, I mean, I have to make it clear when I was a lawyer, for me that was i mean i didn't I cannot I, imagine you as a lawyer cat what would you i mean I was a lawyer too, <laughs> but Cannot imagine you as one. What were you yeah, doing a lawyer. Lawyer. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of different things. Um, I was doing. By the end, the last um, firm I was in, I started to specialise in hedge fund law, and but my mind could work very well that way as well. You know, it's just for me getting a different experience, and I've always been whatever I'm doing. I've always been like wholeheartedly, full bodied jumping in and doing doing it. So it's am really getting intricately involved in it so for me whatever you do you know you can get really engrossed in what it is and that can be perfect yoga so but then I just found out I found a lot more fun doing the yoga positions dancing so was it a Um, gradual step how did you move from one to the other well I was doing when I was working for the last few years as a lawyer I was doing about four to five hours a day um two hours in the morning two hours in the evening of of playing with um how did you find time to do that I'd wake up at like five o'clock. <laughs> wow! And just do three hours, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't really want to stop, but I think you know I have to really go to work now. Um, and Was it a gradual
0: I, thing, or you just found the stuff and thought, oh my god, and it's moved on, or you sort of got there from half an hour to an hour to?
2: Yeah, it just gradually expanded and expanded, and I'd play with one kind of movement, and I'd see how it affected the other, and then it, it would just always be very playful. Um, and and then I' would to sit and do um sitting meditation and you know hear, hear celestial sounds or follow my breath and just have just very in depth intense at times experiences and it just felt like a natural thing for me to expand that and expand that and then I thought people were asking me to start to um to teach them and what I was doing and it really and you know I'd teach on Saturdays and then you know work as a law, in the law during the week. And it just became something that I just thought, no, I just have to really follow what I really love doing. I don't want to be at work and I'm running home and going, okay, now I really want to do my yoga. You know, I always had the experience that, yes, law was yoga as well, but what I really love doing is is playing with the movement, playing with the breath, interacting with people with the partner yoga, um, seeing how our energies without thinking, without using the brain, can create magical experiences. Okay, so...
0: You know the thing is, is that because when you speak, you're on a completely different plane, and what it's good to do is to find a way to anchor that down, so that if when people are listening, they get a better idea of of understanding what it is. Because I spend time with you, so I see you, and and I understand that for you, it's a completely it is you. You don't use the practice word at all. You don't use the word owl much either. I have to say, but for you, it is. <laughs> that's usually me, but it's playing. And it is a word you use mostly. There's a couple of things I find very unique about your approach to this. One, I find the fact that you just see everything to do with your body as this enormous exploration, that you're just sitting there and you, you think, hmm, I wonder if we can do that. Now, what would happen if we do that? And I'm just usually sitting there going, God, let me out of here. <laughs> and, but it is, it is yeah. a, you literally can play with your body on many levels and strengthening exercises and lots of and you can do this for four five six seven
2: hours a day
1: Mm -hmm. is
0: that
2: right yeah easily yeah for me i take each moment as it comes but for me yeah it's um it's a meditation so suddenly if i was in one place i could suddenly go oh my god yeah that's six hours gone but i'm generally i teach every day generally okay so walk me through a normal day how would that work um I don't what time first, do you get up. I don't usually have a normal day. Um, that's firstly my times can totally change. I don't have set patterns. Um on there are though, although, I mean I can say on a number of days in the week I do have around six forty five or six thirty classes. So I get up let's say five forty five. Um, do when I have really early morning classes I don't really do too much self what is could be considered self practice early in the morning. I maybe right. do ten, 10 minutes breath work, um cleansing work. And, you know, then go and teach a class um, or host a class, however you want to describe it. And then I'll have probably three to four other classes during the day. But in the between then, I'll be playing um, on my own or with some friends um, in some form of bodywork. work. um, Like what? Like like today?
0: What did you do today?
2: Today I had two morning classes. Um... I've got a class later on. I also then I've got a DVD which I'm working on at the moment. So I did some work on that. Um, I then did some of my own sort of playing with music and body work with that, um, which is like self yoga. Um, and now I'm chatting to you. Oh, and I ate. Yeah. I ate. I ate breakfast and lunch and in between these these segments.
0: <laughs> so. When you, okay, so that that's the first thing that that's unusual. The fact that you, you look at it as playing. Now the second thing is that it's something that's so. Listening to what you just said, it's so exhaustive in that it takes so not exhausting but exhaustive. It takes it is your whole life. I mean, what made you? Do you remember? Take us back to the time when you sat there and thought, right, I cannot come to work anymore because I've got to do something else. How did that? Because that's a phenomenal change that you did there. Um, and I don't want to skip over it because I think for a lot of people that are listening, that's interesting. How did you make that change?
2: Okay. Well, firstly, when I qualified as a lawyer, I took a, I, I took a break. I think it was about three to four months. So I did a lot of yoga. Um, I did five to six hours every single day at that time. Um, so how old my, were you then? Um, I must have been around 24, 25.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And... Yeah, and that was, it was a love, it was a great love, and then I thought, no, I've got to, you know, I've got to start getting back um, to work, Um, so I did, I applied for law firms, and it was all very exciting applying for the law firms, you know, I've always liked new things, I like the energy, the different energies, but the the first thing I missed going back was the amount of space, you know, just that playing, so I made that conscious decision to to do it, to continue doing it, so I didn't miss it so much, Um, the movement, the playing of the body, mm-hmm. because otherwise every time I'd see someone dancing, I'd be like, you know, that's really what I want to be doing, or, you know, or, or see yoga movements, that's what I want to be doing now, so I'd make sure that it was very integrated into my day, so I didn't really have that feeling of missing it um, too much, and then eventually it just became more and more in the morning and in the evening, it was something I really wanted to do. I'd take um, holidays, I'd go and study Tai Chi somewhere, um, or I'd discover another form of bodywork, capoeira. I'd play with that and go, actually, this is really interesting. It's a great energy. Let's see how that can be integrated into, let's say, a yoga session. And I was always just really interested in how different energies could affect a yoga class. And when I saw yoga classes as well, I mean, for me, they're all great. But I also really always had a strong feeling of how I could make it unique, unique. By just making it very much about the play instead of the practice, because it always used to <laughs> piss me off when people used to go practice and it, you're, you know five years you do a headstand and I was like no, yeah you know, and that just is but
0: that's what I find yeah so I, I was going to say okay then the next question is because you hear so much about different kinds of yoga
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and especially I mean I've been to some gyms and I'll go in and and I by accident I promise you by totally by accident inadvertently, unwittingly walked into an Ashtanga
1: class.
0: (laughs) And I have never been so petrified in my entire life. These guys, it was like we were running a marathon and a race, and we were competing to see who would finish. It was so full on. Yeah. It was petrifying. So there are clearly different kinds of yoga. So can you first tell us about them? And then I know that you
2: don't necessarily subscribe to this for yourself. Yeah, well, there are, there are many um, styles of yoga. I mean, if you're around in this world, you must have seen the word yoga somewhere in your gym or somewhere. You know, it's it seems to be everywhere um, advertised or some form of yoga. And the names can be anything from Hatha yoga to Shtanga yoga to Bikram yoga to Sea yoga. How do yoga. they come
0: about? What do they, what, why are there these different types, for example? Is it just like different meals? Like one's breakfast, one's lunch, one's dinner? Why are they different? Well, for me, it's like different flavors.
2: Can you still hear me? I just had a Yeah, of... yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So it's like um, for me, when I the way I perceive them firstly is as different flavours. You know, like some people are exa- like exactly like you're saying a different meal, but it's a different. It's still all breakfast. But let's say one is person's having porridge, another person's having maybe porridge with honey, another person is having a muesli, another's having a fry up, and they're having different variations or different um, different substances that they're taking in for their breakfast. And that's mm-hmm. how I view them. The experience you'll get in a different class, they're all going to be a different style of experience. In a Bikram class, for example, it's a set um, list of positions done in a particular order, in a particular um, room, which is heated to a specific level. So you know what you're getting. You know what you're going to get for breakfast in a Bikram class. And, it's so shang- it's
0: always, and Bikram is the one where you get really, really hot and sweaty in a room, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, I also do teach hot sea yoga. Um, I do a number of classes of those in a week, but it's not... So it can you can do other styles of yoga in a hot room, but Bikram yes is always done in a hot room. Right. And so you've got other variants as well. You've got Ashtanga, which there are Ashtanga series, which again is a, a, like Bikram in the sense that it follows a set um, style of positions. I mean your warm up. It does, but why base. are
0: they all so frightening?
2: <laughs> you know, I find it really fun now having a. a with the base that I have to play with Ashtanga or Bikram because for me my yoga's kind of has got a very soft element so yeah. and my, my joints to very loose so I've done a great prep for it so for me there's a fluidity that can you can bring to something like, like Ashtanga or Bikram even um, when you have the foundation of what I've created see yoga um, but it can be frightening I feel for people who are just jumping in into something like that Yeah, that would have been um, me yeah, and there's a lot of feedback I get from people as well because it, it can be a bit military-esque in the energy because it's always done in a specific way. So people can sort of go into that energy and go, okay, now's next, this is next, this is next. Now we inhale, now we exhale, now we lift the arms, now we exhale. And there's a sense of, you know, um, following the rhythm of the beat.
0: Yeah. Oh, so But what would you call what you do then?
2: Well, I call it sea yoga, which is um and I describe it as this magic moment of involvement with yoga in the here and now at this moment. Us chatting. For me this is my see yoga, our see yoga, that we're co creating this together. And you know, it can vary. I mean we can both lift a hand into the air if you want, and we can then start to play with it in a more physical way or in a different sort of energy. But it's it's simply it's meditation. For me it's what meditation is. So it's very much having that as the foundation. There are classes, of course, but for me it always comes back to this moment and just relaxing fully and engaging. Mean?
1: with.
0: Okay, it. So if I understand mm-hmm. that, you, it means that you're not calling it anything. It just is what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then I call it C-Yoga just to give it a lovely name. <laughs> <laughs> so then how did C-Yoga come about? Yeah, well, sea yoga came about because people would always because ask... Because
0: as in custard, or chicken, or cook,
2: or cat. Squawk, yeah. yeah, you know, it's... Yes, the sea can be for anything. I like... I love playing with words. I love the... Lang- I love language. I love the way you can toy with it and and create it in numerous fashions. The sea, for me, yeah, the sea is the first name of my first name, and um, cats, Catherine, Katie, whatever you want the first letter C. The C can also be, when you say see yoga, it's see yoga as in S-E-E, see the yoga, see it's here, you know, oh, um, you can play, you <laughs> see, there's so many variations of it, like the the letters C-Y-O-G-A, you know. Okay, so it just
0: came about because you were thinking of a kind of a brand.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a nice um way to capture or to put something to call myself something instead of just going, oh, well, I'm just here now and this is space and this is what we are. And, uh, yeah, so people sort of have some something of substance. They can go, okay, now I'm turning up at a CEO class because it does work, you know, strength, flexibility. Um, it creates a lot of abundant health, vitality, love for life. Yeah, and I'm just-
0: actually, I was just now, hold that thought for a minute because I just want to go to a break. And when we come back, I want to ask you why people should uh, do yoga, why they should practice it, why they should play, and what you've seen, the differences that it's made. So if you can start thinking of those we're going to go to a little break now so it's Living World Radio and my name's Gita Sidhu Robb and we're going to go for a very short break and we'll be right back mm-hmm. For your ultimate health improvement, Nosh Detox system works on all areas of the body. Having dealt with thousands of clients his health dramatically improved within days, for more details visit noshdetox.com. Noshdetox.com. My name's Gita Rob, and we're back with my guest, Kat. Hey everyone, who is talking to us about yoga? And now, so we're, we were going to talk this ses- session about the benefits of yoga. So one of the questions we've had put through is, what are the therapeutic benefits of hot yoga instead of just like cool, you know, normal temperature yoga? Kat.
2: Um. Okay. Firstly, I teach. A number of hot yoga classes, and my experiential my experience of them is, it warms up the body. um Naturally, you're in a hotter room. It lo- helps to loosen up the joints, so your body can start to become is more flexible, um, quicker, because the everything's had a time to when the muscles are cold. You know, it's when you 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 don't want to move too much when the muscles are cold because it can cause damage. So. I think that's the crucial benefit is you're heating up your system, your internal system. But also, I mean, what's important, though, is even if you're not in a hot room, when you start doing yoga, you are stoking your internal fires. You're getting the whole gastric system working. You're getting the fluids moving around the body. Everything starts functioning. Um, The energy is shifting and moving. You know, you lift an arm, you're moving your energy up. You know, you relax over, you look between your legs. Everything is, the movement of energy in itself is a creation of heat. So also not being, I wouldn't want to do it or choose necessarily always to do it in a cold room. But if you can have the heaters on, it's not, won't be a, hello, can you still have here with me? So if
0: you, yeah, I'm just thinking that if you have a, um, somebody who's, for example, unfit, maybe yeah. they're overweight, they're unfit, they're whatever, would, would, would you recommend that they went with the hot yoga or would you think that they should just start with like normal yoga? Where would you start
2: somebody who's a complete novice? A complete novice, I would start them in a warm room. I wouldn't go for the hot yoga. Um, as the, well, it depends. You know how hot is hot. You know, I wouldn't necessarily go go to a strong, strong hot room heat because it's not necessary. Just by gently. So you moving. just
0: want it to be gently warm, as opposed to um, like like bikram sauna heat.
2: Yeah, I'm no, I'm really um a strong believer, and you don't need to be in a hot room to get maximum benefit. The maximum benefits are not by being in the hot room. You can be in, um, just be at room temperature. It depends what your room temperature is, you know, you're not from freezing London, but... No, exactly. Especially not in the freezing cold here. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, let's step outside at one degree and go, okay, now, I mean, I do that, but it's not where I would start someone off. I'd like them to get some resilience first and some strength and flexibility. So in a warm room, where it's not a shock to the system, where they're not dealing with a strong temperature change, is always going to be screen keeps going, but funny. I mean, can anyway. you
0: hurt yourself doing yoga? Um.
2: Yeah. Um. I think you can hurt yourself doing anything if you do it in. This is where classes. And I mean, I started um, our chat by saying everything is yoga, and for me, yes, everything is yoga. But then I always come back to when I'm working with people it's always alignment. It's um where's your knees, you know, where are the knees going, um, for example. Because yeah. knees are a prompt, you know, we've got a bit of a reputation being a bit AU um a wall in yoga. So you I'm always really observant about simple things like this. Um the joints, you know, how are they moving the bodies? Is it moving with awareness? Um because so, then that's so what So what you're saying is
0: if they move intelligently they're less likely to hurt themselves.
2: Yeah. Um, and have if- a good... Have a good guide, a good teacher. Around. And it's easier to move well
0: if you're warm to start off with, basically.
2: Yeah, it's easier to move well if you're comfortable. And how are people generally comfortable? It's generally in a a temperature that their body is used to. It doesn't come as a shock to their system to go into something brand new. So they're dealing with two things. dealing not dealing with a temperature, which is like, my God, I haven't done this before. I haven't been in a room with this temperature before. And then they have to deal with the new movements as well. Yeah. Also, if someone's brand spanking new I would always suggest they have some one to one classes before going into a class so that so they, they can, feel
0: safe and understand what they're meant to be
2: doing. Yeah so the posture, yeah exactly so they can start to really get a, a grip of um you know a foundation of yoga positions because if you get understand um some basic yoga positions then all the other positions will start to make sense because they'll all be variations on a similar theme. So tell me what
0: the therapeutic benefits are of yoga, generally speaking, and then also what you've seen make a difference, and then I'll tell you what I've seen make in my
2: my life. Okay, awesome. Now that'd be awesome, great to hear. Um, therapeutic benefits, you know, I'm just going to do something all encompassing and say that there are all all benefits you can imagine. <laughs> you know, right. how 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 far can you imagine imagination stretch? Is the benefits to yoga? You know, right. how how far can you expand? It can from simple things, from correcting um, hip alignment to which is going to affect the whole way someone walks, the way they then integrate themselves into the world, the way the way they interact with the world, the way they present themselves, to the way the um, to the way their spine functions. Um, it can change someone from having a sort of a hunchback, leaning over, I'm comput- um, looking at a computer or reading uh, reading documents all day look to a. Yeah oh, I'm open, I'm really engaged, I'm lifting to the heart space, the chest area, my shoulders are relaxed, I have no back pain, and I'm functioning with ease and with well, that's a really
0: big deal because back pain is one of those, re- those things that
2: just traumatizes you really, doesn't it? Yeah, um, it does. It, I mean, back pain, you know, any sort of discomfort um, can really affect the whole way that someone interacts with their own body, and also then what's incredibly important is the whole way they function in the world, you know, how they interact with others, how they interact with the ground, um, what they're then achieving or creating in the world, because if they've got, you know, it's going to affect, it can shift, the knock-on effects are everything, really.
0: Because, I mean, really, yoga's famous for creating mental transformations in people, isn't it? Yeah. It
2: can. Yeah.
0: It does make the most phenomenal difference in, 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 in the way people react. I'll never forget Sophia Loren did a very long interview once, and um, I'm just all, I've always been a huge fan of hers. And one of the things that she said was that, the, the, some, I think the interviewer said to her, what have you found is the one single thing that's made the biggest change in your life? And she said, um, yoga she said yoga helped her to change everything about her life it helped her to release any childhood issues it helped her to, because she came from a place of enormous poverty mm-hmm. um with this incredible looking face and body and clearly had issues with dealing with it along the way and and yoga is what she said helped her to 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 cope with all that
2: yeah um and i'm not surprised you know it can transform everything it can transform everyone's perspective with yoga it doesn't matter what your um, you're talking about her background but it doesn't matter what people's background is because then they're starting a fresh from now and that makes it an incredible difference Just working notice. so much with children and yeah exactly the whole I was going to
0: say so do you see really obvious changes quite quickly with, with, with kids for example
2: incredible differences it um, transforms the whole psyche it transforms the whole relationship um, to life to others the way they get on and you know that I mean that is what they then Used to create create their lives you know um it's it, i just had another beep i hope you can still hear me yes, the, yes, yes i'm here okay great um you know it and that can be anyone because for me then anyone is a child because they're being born afresh every moment which again is then why yoga is now credited for being i think it was in the daily mail today um a guy i know was telling me that a big article about how yoga is the anti-aging the, the most the most recent anti-aging treatment, which is awesome. But yeah, people look like uh-huh. They're being born this moment, so they're always really fresh. And that, so that everyone is everyone as a child is growing, which is lovely. Have you have you seen that? Like for example, you know, like with my company
0: with Nosh, when people come on our programs, you kind of can tell which day they're on depending on what reaction they're on, because you can see they're day one, they're like this. Day two, they're like this. Mm-hmm. Day four, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, do you find with yoga? That you have clients that
2: then you can you can see them transform like month one, month five, month seven. Yeah, very much so. And um, but it's not everyone for me though is unique. So the the transfer I see people transforming before my eyes. I mean that's for me where what the crucial crucial thing is it's um the transformation in this moment even more. Yeah, you can go okay six months, one year, and then that's introducing a, a sort of a different sort of sense into it, which is lovely as well. But yeah. there's also that. Incredible transformation that you can see in this moment. You can see people completely shift, you know, like shapeshifters. From the whole way they present themselves, um, the whole the whole energy they're giving out. You know, they they suddenly present can present the energy of, oh my God, they're the president of the United States with the energy, the force. You know, it's not about a person, but it's about the um, the life force and yeah. also the health and the way they they suddenly go a lot of, you know, I hear it again and again. Oh my God thing I've been having, like um, uh, a pain in my shoulder, it's just suddenly disappeared. And um, that,
0: it, well, yeah, that that's pretty amazing because you can, if you're seeing them, um, you know, just transform over a period of time. I mean, for me, one of the things that I found with yoga was that it's, it's very empowering. It's the level of strength that you get out of it because I'm always taken aback when you see yogis and, and how they and you do this all the time, and I think it's desperately showing off, mainly because I can't do it. (laughs) You know, the the incredible strength in your arms, and we always sort of seem to have stronger legs, but, you know, that your arms and your core and your ability to just sort of stand there and put your head down and you're you're inverted and you're sort of doing a handstand upside down or a headstand, and it takes you a few seconds to do that um, because your whole system just works with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think that that's really, really interesting. How how you can get a huge amount of strength. And for women, it's always an issue that going to the gym. And when you go to the gym, do you feel, you know, good or not good. Because I don't want to have muscles. And yoga provides a very strong, slender body. Have you, is that something that you find again and again with yoga?
2: Yeah, very much so. Um, and also, you know, I think a very much this is the style that I do as well creates that. um because you can have very yin styles, which you know you can have a, and uh, it's like um I don't know if you ever remember being at school, and you see people or university and see people coming out of particular courses, and people can have a particular let's say um you'd go oh, here are the engineers because they were carrying the rucksacks on their back, or here the law the lawyers, or here are the medical medical people because they carry themselves in a particular way. And yeah. It's just, it's the um, same with yoga. If you do a lot of, let's say, yin yoga, you can get maybe a particular energy, a shangha. Maybe you can get a particular look. But for the way I do it, the way I mix it up, I mean, what I love is uh, it, I fit very much again and again. is people are having very much the goddess energy, which is that yeah. they're very, very fit. They're very strong. They're very flexible. Um, but they just look – they're very, very integrated in their body shape. So there's a, an integration with the arms, for example, arm strength that you mentioned, and the leg strength – you know, that you're not looking at one and going, oh, you know, look at that. But it, it just looks very much like one unit. And the way it functions is that like unit, which then makes things like headstands and stands very accessible to people. But well, yeah,
0: but speaking of making headstands accessible, mm-hmm. I've seen photos of you on the underground, which for people who aren't in England is the subway. And you're hanging off the railings in the underground. And you're doing a yoga posture
2: while hanging from them. I'm a monkey. I'm a Chinese monkey. <laughs> Completely
0: and utterly a Chinese monkey. I think is it. Tell me how you always do. I've seen you in in, in skateboard parks and all kinds of weird and wonderful places. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, then it, it comes back to the. It always comes back to the foundation. It's um yoga, the playing of the body. It transforms the way one is with the world, and it can do. So it makes it very much like the world. Then becomes like the playground. And you know everyone, every, everyone is then your playmates as well, which is very nice and uh, a lovely energy to work with. So then you know, sitting on the tube, it's how can, making it as fun. It's like um, an assault course. You know, ah, oh, look, there's a, something, <laughs> something above. Yeah. Hang off, hang off and do some push-ups. You know, uh-huh. or let, let's do a headstand and have some fun. So it makes it a very playful interaction. And if it's, and just you know, just play with it. You know, um, next time you're on the tube whatever your yeah, No, I'm not going to go upside <laughs> down and someone on the cube. I, I like you, but it's never going to happen.
0: So,
2: and and do people stop you? Do they stare? Do they say, "What are you doing"? You know, when it's videoed, um, I don't really, you know. I mean, I chat with people and whatever um, in many ways. So it's actually it's a very lovely way to be very interactive with the environment. I mean, I've had really lovely chats. And people people go, "Oh my, my daughter does yoga." Da 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 da, and we'll have a nice chat. or um Oh, I've just taken up Pilates. Do you do Pilates, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you're yeah, actually that's... becoming a you're you're an unofficial professional
2: yoga marketing guru, really, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, it sort of brings it to the forefront of people. I mean, this is the impression I get. Um, when I've been doing sort of more acts with masks and things on in different places, when it's been filmed. Some of these. Moments, I've, you know, I've just been very focused on the movements I've been doing and it's only after when I've seen the videos that I go, oh look, there's people staring. <laughs> 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 but I didn't really, so, wasn't too aware of it at that time, you know, whenever that was. <laughs> so do you not, you, but basically you just don't feel self-conscious about it? No, and I think that's um, that's the one thing, wonderful thing, gift that yoga can bring. It's because there's so much then connection internally of what's going on you know, it just becomes very fascinating to, or can do, of, ah, um, oh, you know, this, my breath is like this, and I can feel my heartbeat, and I can feel my feet on the ground, little connections. That there's not, there's um, that really, or look at their energy, or, or how our energy is interacting together. It becomes a very playful interplay. So there's not really that room for. Oh, my God, you know, <laughs> I can't do that. All. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm feeling a bit shy now. You know, it's not, it's not really that um, space. I like to say, people, you've got to see Cat to believe her. I can't believe. <laughs>
0: very tall. Well, you see her on the show, the show page, and long black curly hair, a less shy person you have yet to meet. I mean, she's phenomenally good looking, but seriously, a less shy person you have yet let, yet to meet. It's just wonderful. So I'm going to quickly go for a break now. And when we come back, Kat, I want to talk to you about how the nutrition element of what you do works, because I know that it's really quite hard work to do yoga and then do burgers. I mean, it's just something that the way you do yoga, it, makes, it forces the rest of your life to become healthier. So I want to talk about that when we come back. Thanks. So give us a couple of minutes. It's Living Raw Radio, and my name's Geeta Sidhu Rob, And we'll be back with Kat, my yogi guest, in just a minute so.
3: Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel bloated? Is your energy levels really low? Do you find everything that you eat goes straight to fat? My name is Candice, and I am the naturopathic nutritionist at Nosh Detox. I am here to tell you that your body needs a rest. If that sounds like you, you are ready to try a Nosh juice fast. A juice fast is the most natural way for your body to detox, while providing you all the life-saving minerals and vitamins that your body needs and craves. From beginners to advanced juices, we have all the options that may be available to you or suited to you call me on 0845 257 or go to noshdetox.com and click on the right program for you i'm right here to help you and support you thank you
0: Nosh Detox is an award-winning company for your ultimate health improvement. Nosh Detox system works on all areas of the body. Having dealt with thousands of clients, his health dramatically improved within days. For more details, visit NoshDetox.com. NoshDetox.com. And it's Gita Sidhu Rob, your host. And I'm back here with Kat, the yogi master. And Kat, Hi. how are you doing there?
2: Yeah, I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? Oh, good. I'm doing really, really and well. And thank you so much for having me on the show. It's, um, it's really fun. I'm really enjoying you're it. You're so welcome. <laughs> so tell me,
0: what we want to talk about right now is food around yoga. I mean, yes, yeah. food's a passion of mine. Yes it's something that I really care about but tell me about food and yoga what do you see I mean like
2: what do you eat how does it affect has it changed your diet since you started doing this to before um probably when I was probably around 17 when I you know started really buying my own food and cooking a lot more um, just for myself or for others I've always been really into food, um in the nutritional value or what it can do um transform, transforming transforming effects of it and the way it affects how the body feels I think it's it comes with the sensitivity also of that comes with yoga um or playing a lot with yoga um you be really you exactly like you said you're really aware of what you put into your body um what is the consequence of that and for me very much I I find what works is a lot of fresh fruit fruit organic um preferably all local, and all local vegetables, um, grains, seeds, um, you know, yogurts. Um, I eat cheese. You know, I eat a, a, a wide array, um, an incredible array of different varieties of colors and, you know, textures. But uh, I like as natural as possible, and I love more So do you wal- eat before, walter. or do you eat only after? Um, do you know, I have... This, when I started doing a lot more yoga, I was like, you know, what do I do now? Because I wasn't to really be doing yoga.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, I exactly.
2: before, You know, when do I eat? You know, and um, I remember also people were saying you shouldn't really eat for hours, And I never really went for that. You know, I was like, you know, um, no, I need to eat. Um, You know, just before I played with yoga, I could eat a banana or maybe, you know, or have a sandwich or something. And I've always, you know, I'm very, very flexible on that. You know, I do still with a lot of the, some of the exercises, which are more the cleansing exercises for those for, you know, um yoga movements like um stuck work um, long if you're not familiar you know there are exercises which clean your curl on very well I always you not know, before doing those particular exercises the best way um. Well, no,
0: but I mean, if you're doing exercises for colon cleanse and stuff, what is it yes. that you're. What I'm saying is this you're mm-hmm. teaching six, seven, eight, nine hours a day. When mm-hmm. are you eating? And how soon before a class? And how soon after a class?
2: Okay. I I totally vary the times. I don't have set times because I don't have a day. Um, my timing for teaching varies so much. Um, you know, I have sometimes early mornings. I have one or two days in the week and I don't have a class until later, so i will totally varied it varied it around. When I have very early morning classes I tend to eat after, so I'm eating late morning. Um i and then I generally have a few hours in the afternoon. Then I'll probably eat again before I do my evening classes and then I'll eat something small when I come back. So I'll probably eat my main meal this is just to give you an, an idea of something you can yeah. picture around four o'clock or five o'clock. I'll eat again probably around eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and uh, I would have eaten at, at so 11 around four and eight. But it varies, you know, this isn't, this is just one picture. Um, yeah, no, of course it varies, but it's so just, so I'm trying to understand. I mean, like, because
0: cause you can't, I've, I've tried, I can't even have a cup of tea and do yoga because it's just impossible.
2: Yeah, my body's done so many interesting changes and it always seems to shift when I sort of go, Okay, now this is what it's doing now, you know, it will go, Okay, actually no, that now you eat before, now you eat before you do your early morning.
0: Class. So you're gonna have to you have to control that you make sure you do it.
2: Yeah, I always eat, but the I find it's a sort of it's a sort of play. I mean I, I have I went through like a year or two years where I didn't eat all day <laughs> and then I'd eat yeah. one one huge meal um late on in the evening. And it just Worked for me, and that's what my body wants to do. Apart from maybe lemon juice, honey, and some ginger in the morning, it's just that's what it really wants to do. And then there was a, a shift, and it was like, No, no, now I really want to eat in the morning. And I thought it's played a bit. it sort of gives me a free a freedom in food. Sort of understand I'm not generally, I never really feel like I'm feeding to provide energy, but actually, I just enjoy the food, and you know, I so I get that sort of benefit. But I'm not saying there is, there is definitely a nutritional value to food. And it's definitely good to eat a number of times in the day. But also have the freedom that you're not um you're not living to eat, you know? You've got that freedom well, to no, enjoy. But yeah. I mean I think it's more you eat to live, but it did there is a
0: place where when you end up doing so much that you just need to, to so what you're basically saying is is you have to slot it into your day and it has to be you do it this time and then this time and then
2: this time you're paying attention to it. Yeah, I'm very I'm very aware of the spaces that I have to 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 completely relax and enjoy food and then that when I'm enjoying food that is my meditation you know I mean I love the different textures um I love going okay now let's have that apple and then we'll have that and then oh wow the combination flavours and it becomes very much like my yoga movement, sort of the mixture of movements it becomes like that with combination foods so it it, it becomes like another fun, fun part of the day
0: yeah no and I, I mean, you can see that that actually it, it would you would need to consciously um, think about it. So, if you were, if somebody was trying to get fit,
1: mm-hmm. okay,
0: would you say that? How, what would you suggest that they did in terms of body work generally, and and how would they approach it? I don't really say, for example, I'm in my mid 30s. I don't do very much exercise, but I'm really interested. How would I go ahead? Yeah, well, I'd say
2: book a session with me. And <laughs> what's your website? <laughs> hey, it's www dot yoga dot uk it's cyoga dot co uk so but so
0: www dot cyoga
2: dot co dot uk okay perfect that's it and but I'd say if you start to get it start where you are now you know lift up your arms you know stretch you know reach out you know um you know what if someone do they know what a push up is you know if it's not then you know also we can I can share the basics of that. But you know there are there must be movements that someone's done in their lives which are exercise. Um, yeah, but do you think that yoga is a good place for them to start, or at least should they start somewhere else? I feel yoga is uh, brilliant. It's the perfect place because it becomes integrated in the way they, you know, it's not a. Um, it doesn't become like an, which is like okay. Well, it can be as well but it can be like, okay now I've got my one hour um, exercise session but it also affects the way that someone presents themselves in the world you know um, how they how they function how they move so they're moving well they're moving with fitness it's the fitness is very integrated in in how they're living so you know that's that so they're always engaging then on some level the muscles and the flexibility and that strength so it's not a separate part of the day to get it they are continually fit they're not just class but they're fit for life
0: but what would you i mean like if i go near a personal trainer and i say they say have you done the exercise and i say yeah i've done yoga i mean it's quite hard because they get very dismissive about it it's
2: not like they, <laughs> they do
0: they really really do i mean i'm always tempted to put you up against one of my personal trainers and say here off you go guys because it's very oh please you've done yoga oh, how sweet is that
2: Yeah, can we have a martial art contest? That'd be fun. But you know, yeah, um, (laughs) yeah. But for me, the the yoga and also the yoga that I create, it's very much integrating what is in personal training into yoga. So all fitness, all levels of fitness. So it's not, let's say, um, you know, some people can have a perspective of yoga. You just sit in a a, what could be called lotus position, and yeah. okay, okay.
0: Why does anybody do the lotus position?
2: Um, it's painful and you can't get out of it afterwards yeah, if you can do it it's a great position, if not then let's work on some periphery positions which are just open the hips, let's keep get the hip opening as a priority getting the hips more flexible, more than oh my god I need to do a full lotus, the full lotus itself put to one side unless you can actually do it no effort yeah, it's a nice when you can do it, it's a nice position to sit in but if you, you know if it's difficult at all i say, come on,
0: let's work on something else. No, you don't. That's not true, Kat. I do yoga with you. And if I say something <laughs> difficult, you don't say, let's work on something else. I never say, say it's going to be yeah. difficult, like, No, hello, people. I you need say. to know the truth.
1: <laughs> <She says, "Someone laughs> no, it's all in your thing.
0: mind. Bend over and pick, you know, and you find your, head behind, your, your leg behind your head or something.
2: There's a difference between someone going, oh, i <laughs> i going, okay, I can't do the full edges. I go, no, your hips can do the full legs.: even though you're hurting. I no, it's that. true. You've not broken any parts of me. Yes. <laughs> I
0: have to say, I mean, it one doesn't. of the things is, is, is that, that yoga does have the most incredible, universal, celebrity, non-celebrity, practically intergalactic following of mm-hmm. any form of, of exercise, almost, because one of the things with
2: yoga is that you can just keep doing it for so long. Yeah, and wherever you are as well, you don't do gym with you. Wherever you are, you can get down and do a down dog. You know, get on with your down dog, or you, you can do whatever. Okay, so Kat, and before we go, what's the most unusual yeah. place that you've done yoga in? Um, well, I was just—it's not—they're all unusual. They're all unique. So I'm just—I've got that sort of way. <laughs> but I was just in Sedona, and it was awesome doing it in the Sedona. The hill rock in the middle of nowhere when I climbed the trail and I couldn't see anyone to foot. It looked like miles, and I was doing all these positions up, up on the top of the peaks, and that was stunning, you know. It's not so being in it's, it's Sedona on top of one of the vortexes? Like yeah, the it was just a, yeah, in a place which was um, classified as vortex, even if it's the Hollywood is then as vortex. So it was amazing, and then to be the only one I could see in the middle of, these, middle of nowhere after the long hike up on the top of this mountain, it was just and it, it's beautiful, it's perfect Oh, that's lovely and so, I mean and, and I noticed that,
0: and, and also the thing we should point out is that when I look at the fact that my mother does it and I look at the fact that my children do it I mean, um, yoga defies all age description, it knows no colour no creed and no, no barrier
2: really Yeah, your mother and children are awesome, so all awesome. So, you know, it's yeah, it's for anyone. Anyone any size, any shape, any form, any age.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. So, I am really grateful that you joined me. That was really interesting. Um I know that uh you know I highly recommend you giving classes one to one. I love them because much as I complain, I never miss one. Mind you, the one time I tried to miss one, I think you held me up with a gun and said, "You will take this class." So that was pretty much that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, people head on over to www.cyoga.co.uk and have a chat with Kat. And you've also got a Facebook page, haven't you, Kat? Yeah,
2: it's
0: um,
2: it's the It's it's also C Yoga on Facebook. It's on the website. you can just click on the button and go okay. to
0: Okay. And um yeah and, and and it's been really a pleasure and personally I I absolutely I swear by it. I do yoga 3 times a week. It's something that has helped me physically, it's helped me mentally and it just you know the, having the ability to to have that much strength in your body and gives you such a sense of confidence in your everyday life. It helps my teenagers do it um, once a week, under duress to start with, and they shout it all mm-hmm. the way to the yoga man. And they're really cool about it now, and now we they don't get to do it. They get really, really uptight because they're kind of like, oh, oh, well, we thought we were doing yoga. So it's something that I highly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> and, that, Kat, thank you so much for joining us. And, oh, people, this is Living Rule Radio, and my name's Geet Sidhu Robb. And we Peter, will thank you so much. You're so welcome, Kat. It was lovely to have you. And we will see you next week. Take care. Good evening. This is Living...